And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist, with the palmist who wrote these following words. True international depression. How can you not know psalmist? How do you not know that? I mean, it's truly, how is this man? Listen, he wasn't elected president, Joe Biden, no matter how many office of president elects, he pulls out of his rear end. He wasn't elected president, but how does anybody, I mean, at least 60 million people voted for the guy. 60 million people voted for that man. Play it again, Aaron. And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist with the palmist who wrote these following words. True international depression. <laughs> oh, I love it. How do people ever vote for that? All right. Uh, President-elect uh, Beach Milk tweet from Rodney Howard Brown. Stole it from him. I stole the first thing from him too. Thank you, Pastor Rodney, if you're watching. Milburn teenager choked unconscious and thrown to the floor like a rag doll by hotel security and his major felonious offense wearing a mask. Play the video for me. All for what? Not wearing a mask. People are gasping in Melbourne, Australia. That's where it happened. In Victoria, Australia, under the totalitarian governorship of Dan Andrews. You should be gasping. And whoever voted for Dan Andrews, you might want to decide to grow a brain at some point in your life. Because that's what's coming for you. And it will land on your doorstep. Ian Miller tweet. Shockingly, North Dakota and South Dakota have followed nearly the, nearly the exact same curve and appear to have both started their downturns. North Dakota mandated masks 10 days ago after cases had already peaked, and yet South Dakota's decline appears to be faster and sharper. Wonder why? Yeah, because masks don't work. That's why. There it is, right in front of your face. It doesn't matter whether you use masks or not. They do absolutely nothing. But every day, I've got to be out there looking at people wearing masks. I've gone to a restaurant twice recently, and I watched the people come up to the door before they're seated with their masks on. Then on their way to get seated, as they walk through crowd, now in the parking lot, they're all by themselves with their masks on. They come up to the hostess. She takes them to be seated. Then they take their masks off in a crowd of people without masks, eat, and then on their way out, strap their masks back on to walk alone to their car and with their mask on, drive off. We are living in a culture of galactic idiocy brought on by the Democratic Party, sadly helped out by a capitulating, absolutely gutless church. All right, for, this is what I, I titled this next thing from PragerU. I titled it COVID Hypocrisy. COVID Hypocrisy. Yeah, shift to it, Aaron. We don't need the next one. COVID Hypocrisy. Play it for me. Oh, there's no sound to it. Well, there it was when I recorded it, but there, we'll just look at it. Allowed, not allowed. <laughs> Here's what you're allowed to do. 
Here's what you're not allowed. There's what you're allowed to do, but you're not allowed to go to work, but you can do that according to our leaders, our rulers, for those capitulating Romans 13 Christians. That's, there you go. Subscribe to PragerU. Absolutely. All right, from a Fairy Queen tweet, This it's titled, This is England. Appalling. This is what a police state looks like. His crime, exercising his right to peacefully protest. Play it for me. You bring it back to me. See, I want everybody to remember, understand the context. Don't get brainwashed in this culture where things are now starting to feel like they're normal that are completely, absolutely butt backwards. You need to remember, don't get brainwashed. That is a man simply standing on the corner. I believe it's in London, England, or somewhere in England, standing there doing nothing but peacefully protesting, and that's the response that he gets. And see, this is starting to feel normal to people. It doesn't feel normal to me at all. That is why I don't watch any, I don't watch professional sports because of their absolute capitulation to BLM and Antifa. But I don't watch any sports. I don't want my mind to ever get used to the galactically stupid idiocy that's going on in our culture right now where you have people playing football games in front of empty stadiums with with coaches with masks on and spit shields and elbow touching each other. I will not allow myself to get used to that. I don't hang around with people like that. I want you like, Tom, that's not very nice. Don't care. Don't care. I'm going to stand for what's truth, what's true instead of what's nice. Because what that which is nice that is not true is simply a lie smeared with poop. That's all that it is. Niceness that's not based in truth is just simply a veiled lie. That's in England. I just, I can't get over it. All right, for Robbie Starbuck tweet. After extensive witness testimony that outlined fraud in a call from President Trump, PA Senator David Argal says, Argal, Argal, that's hard to say, says, I think what you, you've just heard guarantees that 100 years from now that this is the most important public hearing ever held by a Senate committee. This is in Pennsylvania where the Trump team is trying to do what's right, which is expose the extreme fraud that went on in this election. Play the first video for me. I think what you've just heard guarantees that 100 years from now that this is the most important public hearing ever held by the Senate committee. All right, Kenakoa tweet, Pennsylvania, 47. This is what this hearing is about. 47 USB cards are missing. My name is Gregory Strinstrom. I am from Delaware County, former commanding officer in the Navy, veteran of foreign affairs, CEO of my private company, a data scientist and forensic computer scientist. Wow, this is quite a qualified witness and an expert in security and fraud. Play the video for me. My name is Gregory Stenstrom. I'm from Delaware County. I'm a father, a family man. I was a former commanding officer and executive officer in the Navy. I'm a veteran of foreign wars. I'm the CEO of my own private company. I'm a data scientist. 
I'm a forensic computer scientist. I'm an expert in security and fraud. And we were told, um, I was told the next day uh, by uh, the uh, solicitors, uh, via, well, actually not the solicitor, but the attorney that we had secured, that they said every election they leave a couple of USBs in the voting machines and they're brought back and generally the warehouse manager comes over and puts them in. So in talking to uh, the U.S. Uh, Attorney General uh, McSwain and other uh, law enforcement officers, uh, I found out that was not the case, that generally, uh, you know, more than, more than two is unusual. So they denied they did it. But um, as of today, 47 USPV cards are missing, and they're nowhere to be found. So I was told personally that these 32, uh, these 24 to 30 cards that were uploaded um, weren't there. Those cards, uh, I demanded that the, uh, they didn't update the vote live time. They only updated it about once every two or three hours. I demanded they updated the vote so I could see what the, the uh, what the, what, what the, result was, and it was uh, 50,000 votes. And I think as a computer scientist, an American, and a patriot, it doesn't matter who those 50,000 votes were. I'll tell you they were for Vice President Biden. But what was shocking to me as an American, as someone who has uh, gone to sea, gone to war, that um, that could even happen. So USB cards that contain tens of thousands of votes for Joe Biden that allegedly occurred in Pennsylvania have magically gone disappear. They've magically disappeared. They've magically gone missing. Isn't it funny? And lo and behold, there's no way to find them. They're just, they're gone. And lo and behold, once again, it wasn't 50,000 votes that cannot be explained for Donald Trump, it's 50,000 votes that cannot be explained for Joe Biden once again. Every time you hear the ridiculously stupid mainstream media say things like there's no evidence of widespread voting fraud, they're absolutely incorrect. Don't, Don't give in to the lie. Don't let yourself be brainwashed. The, the amount of evidence that the Trump team has, that Sidney Powell has, is staggering if this was reversed and biden was challenging an election under similar circumstances i would actually side with biden i mean that's the difference between a a genuine conservative and and a and somebody who you know who actually has principles see democrats don't have any principles they're they'll do whatever it takes to be in power we don't do that what we do we do is we go for the truth if I saw, and it would never happen, but if it was the other way around, and I had, and I saw that it was the Trump team, and everything, every anomaly favored the Trump team, there's missing this, there's missing that, pipes burst, and they stopped counting votes, I would want to know what happened, because I wouldn't want a Republican to be elected under fraudulent circumstances either. either. That's what's called having principles. They don't have any. They will do and say whatever it takes to be in power, which you have to ask yourself when you will do and say whatever it takes to get in power, then what do you want power for? You see, I mean, you have to ask what, what if you have to lie to implement that, which you believe in, how great is that, which you believe in? If you're having to lie to get people to vote for you, 
then how great is it? How great are the things that you're trying to get people to vote for you for? See, I would want to know. 47 USB ports, uh, cards gone. All with Biden votes. Nobody can check them. That is enough to overturn an election. All right, for, from the first tweet from them via Gateway Pundit. Rudy Giuliani, of the 600,000 votes added during curious spikes in Pennsylvania, that's after they shut it down at 3 o'clock in the morning and allegedly stopped counting votes, but all the votes were counted by 7.30 in the morning. Witness, I think our figures were about 570 some odd thousand. And how much for Trump? Witness, I think a little over 3,200. Crowd erupts and gasps and laughter. Let's listen to it. Play it for me. Normally you would expect to see a smooth curve going up. Not any, uh, not any big, big spikes. Uh, that's kind of what uh, what Greg was talking about. The the anomalies of loading, and uh, uploading those uh, those votes. So that big spike that uh, occurs there is a prime indicator of fraudulent voting. And that's six hundred and four thousand votes in ninety minutes. Is that right? Correct. This is uh, three hundred and uh, three hundred and thirty-seven votes. 337,000 votes in that, uh, at, in that at, period of time. Yes. And when you look at this entire curve with all these spikes, can you calculate how, how, how much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to 600,000. I think our, our figures were about 570 some odd thousand that uh, all those spikes represent over time. For Biden? Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over 3,200. Now, just to to bring it back to me. So 600,000 votes, roughly, just for ease of conversation, 600,000 votes were counted by machines in 90 minutes, which, by the way, I want everybody to know this. That is impossible. The machines cannot count that many votes in that period of time. Just another sign. These aren't signs. I want to put it in the proper verbiage. These are not signs of fraudulent behavior. They're not evidence of fraudulent behavior. They are fraudulent behavior. They're not only fraudulent behavior, criminal behavior, federal crimes, 600,000 votes. Dominion voting machines are not capable of counting 600,000 votes in 90 minutes. Not capable. I have a whole nother story on that. that I don't have time to get to tonight, but they're not even capable of doing that. And it, in the midst of that, this, remember now, these are spikes that showed up after we all went to bed. Remember, they, all, they shut down the election. They shut down the counting from about 2.30 in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning. Shut it down. They shut down the counting, but lo and behold, all the counting continued throughout the night. And they were counting these spikes. 600,000 votes come into Philadelphia. 600,000. 570,000 for Joe Biden. This is why nobody's supposed to be counting to begin with and 3,000 for President Trump. That is not a statistical anomaly. I even hear conservatives at times. I don't want to say it's impossible. Bull freaking crap. It's absolutely impossible. It's it's time to, call, call, to, to start calling things the way that they are. Just say, what it's, say what's true. It is absolutely impossible. For there to be 573,000 votes and 570 of them, 570,000 go to Joe Biden. That may, listen, that makes no sense. Even in a city that's 80-20, it would not be that way. It is impossible. 
And this happened all over Fulton County, Atlanta, Georgia. It happened all over Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. I actually have this over here. According to Richard Barris, pollster, Joe Biden underperformed. Listen now. Joe Biden perform, underperformed Hillary Clinton in every large metropolitan area in the country. He underperformed Hillary Clinton, yet got 80 million votes. Underperformed Hillary Clinton in every major metropolitan area in the country. So he underperformed Hillary Clinton in Dallas, in Houston, Jacksonville, Tampa, way I know deeply in Miami, under Providence, Rhode Island, Seattle, Washington, Los Angeles, New York City. Underperformed Hillary Clinton, got less votes than Hillary Clinton. But yet, funny thing, in four major cities, Milwaukee, which is Wisconsin, swing state, Detroit, Michigan, swing state, Atlanta, Georgia, swing state, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and lo- it was a miracle, absolute miracle. He, he got about 90% of the vote in each one of these cities. That's incredible. Absolute miracle. You know, it's just funny because see, none of these have been counted yet. Weird. They go, you know what? Three o'clock in the morning. Everybody hold. Don't anybody move. Nobody move. Hold. Everybody hold. Hold. And that's what they did. They used these four cities as a giant funnel. They just said, you know, start sending in the votes. I bet you right now they're talking to one another. He won in four cities, four or five cities, max. Probably start counting like Clark County, Nevada, Phoenix, Arizona. That's part of it too. But this is where it was actually done. How many votes do we need? We are way down. We are losing this thing. The same thing happened. You know, same thing's happening right now in 2020. That happened in 2016. How many votes? Come on. That's why you have so many weird votes. Votes that were mail-in ballots. In Fulton County, Georgia, mail-in ballots that are not folded, but only marked for Biden by the tens of thousands. And CNN will say there are others, and judges will say, "Oh, there's no evidence of widespread widespread voter fraud." You got 300 affidavits by poll workers swearing under the penalty of federal perjury, and that's not evidence for you. We we have turned into a country that looks truth in the face. It is absolutely true and says, I choose not to believe it. Just like Christians with the Bible. Oh, here comes COVID-19. Oh, really? Jesus said, I gave you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. That's all you got to do. They look that truth right in the eye and they go, nah, I'll follow Anthony Fauci. Thank you very much. All right. Republic uh, uh, Keeper podcast. Play that first video for me. The voting systems in the U.S. uh, and in Pennsylvania were built to be manipulated. They've been used in elections around the world um, and stolen elections uh, around the world in Venezuela, Italy, Argentina, Singapore, Bolivia as close as uh, two weeks ago. The Philadelphia uses ES&S, Pittsburgh uses Dominion, other counties in in, uh, Pennsylvania use uh, Dominion and other systems. So what's, uh, what's the real deal? So all of these election systems have a, a common DNA. Uh, SGO Smartmatic um, sold Sequoia voting systems to Dominion in 2010. And then the Diebold uh, company spun off premier election systems to Dominion uh, as a result of an antitrust suit. So the bottom line is that these systems have similar code and similar functions. 
Um, and, and just so you know, uh, I know there have been statements um, to the contrary, but I personally debriefed the son of a Cuban intelligence officer who had firsthand knowledge of uh, Hugo Chavez's family members who told him not to worry about the populist threat against Maduro's election in Venezuela, quote unquote, that it was guaranteed. Their father invested the money to build the SGO voting machine system. So I have no reason to doubt this gentleman. He's uh, sworn an affidavit to this effect. Uh, but uh, that's, that's the root of the, uh, the SGO voting machines. So these systems are not what you've been told. They are connected to the Internet and servers outside of the U.S. They're connected from top to the bottom in the middle. There is no transparency, as, as uh, our, our uh, previous witnesses met, uh, mentioned, as to how the voter information is processed, how and where it's stored. The voting record is able to be modified and or deleted by operators, administrators, and outside threats. Operators can assign votes for write-in ballots, blank ballots, or error ballots in large numbers so that they can be directed toward one candidate or another. All right, back to me real quick. 342 is next, Aaron. Just real quick, I want to make sure you got the major points. Those machines were built for fraud. They are all connected to the Internet, just like was witnessed in Detroit, Michigan by a former state senator and computer expert who went up twice to the foreman of the election and said, aren't these machines connected to the Internet? He's sitting there. What are what some of the evidence, guys, that says that they're committed, they're connected to the Internet? What are they plugged into? To routers. That's the word I can never think of. He's looking at the, he's connected to multiple routers throughout the room. Goes up to who's in charge of that particular, well, the, the T, whatever, something center in Detroit. He's, he goes up to the person who's running the show there and goes, you know, these look like they're connected to the Internet. Here's a simple test. No, you're just going to have to trust us. They connect to the Internet to servers outside of the United States. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Then explain to me why all our votes are counted in Frankfurt, Germany, in Barcelona, Spain. That's absolute fact. The United States Army seized, seized the hard drive where all our votes are in Frankfurt, Germany. We'll see how that pan. Nothing's come out about that yet. All right, play the next video for me. Discretion. And many experts have published uh, how easily these machines can be hacked to, mid, to, mid, to manipulate votes. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of our white hat hackers um, previously discovered uh, a malware that's present on the servers that captures every login and every password of every operator down to the precinct level that logs into one of these systems. It's just like giving your, the password to your bank account out, uh, putting it on the dark web. It's not going to be there very long. And just so you, you probably are all aware, on 30 September, uh, an election uh, storage facility was robbed in your state. 30 USB devices were stolen and a laptop. Those, uh, those USB devices more than likely had uh, encryption devices. And you've just heard another previous witness um, talk about the, the, the non-standard use of, of the USB uh, storage devices. So these systems, uh, in a nutshell, allow authorized and unauthorized users to cancel votes, shift votes, preload votes, vote blank ballots, all in real time and in large numbers. They're connected from the top to the bottom. So one bad actor or a team of bad actors can have equally negative inputs. It's been described uh, by a uh, uh, another uh, person in another state that we're working with, uh, just like the lotto. 
Whoever, whoever organizes the lotto is always going to win. It's controlling the numbers and it's controlling the margins. Our experts uh, and other academics believe that up to 1.2 million Pennsylvania votes could have been altered or fraudulent. This is what we discovered in the last 22 days. Really only a detail for me? one up to 1.2 million ballots could be fraudulent in Pennsylvania. So you have to ask yourself, how many states are genuinely blue in this country? So you think as a conservative or you think as a Christian, I would never want to win this way. They don't think that way. You think, and I couldn't, I could not live with myself bringing on such a giant fraud upon my brothers and sisters here in America. They don't think that way. Liberals think that you're an evil person. Liberals think that you're a racist, a misogynist. And they don't even really think that. They just use that terminology to tear you down and, and to make, try to make you politically irrelevant. So you think that. You, I want you to think, Pennsylvanians, isn't it, isn't it strange that Trump had rallies with 50 or 60,000 people and Biden couldn't fill, out a back, fill up a backyard? Isn't it strange you saw Trump signs everywhere? And this has gone on now for decades and you're still you're always thinking how do we lose every single time man we i you're sitting in pennsylvania you're like i'm an average everyday working joe believe in american values working hard feeding my family and somehow i'm part of this blue state it always goes blue and you're thinking that in michigan and you're thinking that in wisconsin and you see what happened in 2016 is they believed their polls. They didn't believe them this time because they knew that the poll takers were actually in on the cabal to try to keep you and me from voting, from being so discouraged because Trump was down by 17 points in, West, in Wisconsin and eight points in Florida. You see, this time they were like, we're not going to believe the polls. So they were ready. They were ready. And that's why, listen, it never, you have to always go. This, this, this is not evidence of fraud. It is fraud. Shutting down vote counting at three o'clock in the morning is fraud. That never happens. It's never happened before. And, and just so everybody knows too, they do this in shifts. They're not saying the person doesn't stay there and count ballots for 20 hours. They come in in shifts. There's no reason to ever shut down counting. They come in and work eight hour shifts for $25 an hour. Facts. That's what it is. There was no reason to shut it down. You know, they said they shut it down in Fulton County because they had a water main break. There's no evidence of water ever being on the floor. And they said water main break. Lies. See, you don't think it's... That's what kills me about more blue blood establishment Republicans who just want to say that it's over. Well, you know, if you, if you, you, know, you say that there was mass fraud, then people are going to consider you a conspiracy theorist. Who cares? When he, eventually you're going to stand up because see now, just for just for conversation conversation sake, Georgia's gone, just like Arizona's gone, just like Colorado's gone, just like Nevada's gone. And when see back in the '90s, those all went for Republicans. And this is what keeps happening now. If you end up with a great governor like Ron DeSantis or Kristi Noem, they don't let it happen in their states. You end up with a capitulating, butt kissing bootlicker like Brian Kemp. Then you end up with what you have in Georgia. Somebody has to stand up and somebody has to look into this and see this time they were ready. They were ready, but what they count on, they count on the establishment Republicans saying, you know what, let's do the honorable thing and concede. It is not honorable 
to concede to fraud. It is honorable if you know that you lost to concede. When there's a, when there's 600,000 votes, let me put it, be, let's be exact. When 573,000 votes show up in the middle of the night after they've stopped counting, and 570,000 out of 573,000 go to Joe Biden, that is not evidence of fraud. That is fraud. Each one of those ballots needs to be looked at. Does this person exist? Is this person alive? Does this, did this person exclusively vote in this jurisdiction? They're finding tens of thousands of people that have voted in multiple jurisdictions in Georgia, in, in, in Georgia and Nevada. They, this is all, here's the thing that's great about this. You can't hide that because the same, I'll just use my name. Tom Lipley voted in Fulton County and Tom Lipley voted up in Pittsburgh. They're finding that everywhere. Those are etched in stone where you have 200,000 eligible voters and 274,000 people voted. That election is over. You don't concede to that. Why would you? Why would you concede to a lie? Because why am I asking though? Because a lot of people are wearing masks, which is concession to a lie. Masks have never done anything. There's not one reputable physician that doesn't have an agenda that will tell you that masks work. But yet here we are. And it's the same thing that's going on with establishment Republicans who strap masks on everywhere. Why don't you stand up and grow a set instead of prancing around the field? like a gelding stand up for yourself for once let's dig into this thing who cares what anybody thinks let's dig into this fraud let's call it what it is well they're going to call you a racist who cares they already got listen you could be black yourself and they'll call you a racist they do it all the time there's plenty of Demo- white democrats that call black republicans racist it doesn't matter what you do ignore them we need to get into this thing. It's absolute, Trump won by, and I'm talking by a landslide. And only the cowardly would not look into it. Only the cowardly, under the banner of honor and being courteous, will concede this election. There's no reason to concede it. He should never concede it. I don't even care if it. everybody certifies it. Certifications mean nothing. Whenever you hear recount news well he did biden just gained 27 votes in milwaukee during the recount all they're doing is recounting the fraudulent ballots it's the same thing as covid cases whenever your cases are going up who cares who cares if there's cases you know what it's going to turn out i've been saying this since march it's going to turn out that there's between 60 and 100 million people who have contracted covid19 do you know what the death rate would be then the death rate, a legitimate death rate, somewhere beneath the flu. That's how it really is. But you can say facts to anybody. Any, what people don't want to do now is they don't want to rock the boat. You know, establishment Republicans, they don't want to rock the boat. I'll lose my place at the table. Your table of what? The sinking of the Titanic? Who cares if you're at the table? They want to be on the table of, the, of being an insider in Washington, D.C. Of what? A sinking ship? Who cares if you're, if you're at the table and you're governing an economic depression or the ushering in of a new world order, what's the point? You might as well stand up and lose your place at the table. It's like if you, if you give in to tech tyranny 
and you stop speaking the truth, what's the point? I know there's conservatives that won't say this and they won't say that because if they do, they're going to get in trouble. They're going to be pulled down. What's the point of being a conservative if you're not going to tell the truth? What's the point of being a pastor if you're not going to preach the Bible? All right, Jack Posobiec tweet out of Pennsylvania. Twitter has suspended Colonel Doug Mastriano. He's, he's since been brought back because they said it was a giant mistake. That is the guy running the hearings that I just showed you. After leading the PA Senate hearing today about election fraud, they took him down. Here's the colonel. Here's a picture of him. This is a pretty honorable guy. Uh, you know, military hero, state senator, army colonel. They pulled down his Twitter page after he ran a, an official hearing as a state senator in Pennsylvania. That's what we're dealing with. Oh, they wouldn't lie and say it was a mistake. That's what they do every time. They pulled down Jim Jordan. They pulled down Devin Nunes. They didn't. Oh, it's a mistake. We should have checked into that. Yeah, Jack. All right, here's, speaking of Jack, another Jack Posobiec tweet. Here's how the, this is how Democrats respond. And we're always worried about, I'm not, and hopefully nobody watching this is, but establishment Republicans and conservatives are always worried about what Democrats think. Here's how, here's how Democrats think. Death threat against Senator Mastriano and Scott Pressler. This is, this is a deranged left-wing media consumer, final stage Trump derangement syndrome. Can't wait to practice my Second Amendment against traitors. That's how they really think. That's who we're really dealing with. All right, back to COVID. Here's what's going on in Germany right now. If you decide that you're going to come out and protest the draconian, tyrannical Angela Merkel in her various COVID restrictions that make absolutely no sense, that accomplish nothing, that have been going on. Listen, again, insanity is what? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. They've already been locked down since March. And, not, and here this case has come spiking again. You know why they spike? Because that's a virus. A, a face guard, a face shield, a face mask does not block a virus. Neither does locking down. Locking down and face coverings increase your vulnerability to the virus by lowering your immune system. Facts! But here's what's going on in Germany right now if you dare protest for your rights. Play it for me. No volume on that one either? There we go. Aaron, put it right to the middle. There we go. (laughs) This is going on in a democracy, everybody. Going on in democracy. Take it towards about 30 seconds to the end. There you go. Now watch when the stormtroopers come in. See them starting to spill in here. They send off like something. Look at this. Here we go. All over COVID-19, my friends. All over COVID-19. A 99.9% survivable virus. That's what it's over. COVID, that's what, that's what it is. How are you doing with that, Christians? How are you doing with that now, those of you that closed your churches? That, nice job. Great example. You know, you got the Gestapo now. I mean, the German police out there with their stormtrooper outfits on, their SWAT gear, emergency response team gear on tackling COVID protesters. For what? Oh, because it's a grievous threat to people's health? No, it's not. No, it's not. 99.9% survival post-infection for most people. Everybody else can watch out for themselves. People that can't, that's who we take care of. Those in nursing homes. That's all that ever needed to happen. But now look where we're at. Play the next one for me. 
all over COVID. Everybody can hear me, man. This is all over COVID. Get out the water cannons. Look at that. These are our, our brothers and sisters in democracies right here. I know we're a democratic republic. Nobody needs to correct me. All right, you can bring it back to me. That's where we're at, over COVID-19. And here, now this is an interesting thing. This is from Shore News 1119. Germany. It's not yet known why, but a German doctor, I'm going to show you the video here in a second, known for providing medical assistance to protesters during the country's lockdown protest was arrested while live streaming yesterday. What was he live streaming? Aaron, go back to the front, the start of the video that you last played. The yeah, the next one, but go to the very beginning. Just play it for me. Yep, that one. Okay, now this is what he was live streaming for everybody to see. It's actually all part of the same protest, just in different spots. So he was live streaming this. The doctor was live streaming. Dr. Andreas Noack was rumored to be under investigation for not complying with COVID-19 lockdown laws. Woo! Woo! But some speculate there could be more to it. The arrest came after the German parliament passed the infection protection law. So he was live streaming that which I was just showing you with the water cannons and the Gestapo, I mean German police, out there tackling people for protesting and doing nothing. This is what happened to him. Play it for me. Make sure the volume's up good, yeah. That's the police the knocking at the door. Remember now, this is over a virus that is e easily survivable. This is what this is all about. Is it really worth Look at his, look at his heart rate go up. Look at his breathing go up. This is the police banging on his door. Moment, here is the police breaking the door out. AR drone. AR 15 pointed at you. Get on the ground for doing what? For doing what exactly? You keep that volume up. I want everybody to hear everything. Even if it's too loud. This sound like 2020 Germany or 1935 Germany? All over COVID-19, 0.1 post-infection death rate, 0.1, one-tenth of 1% chance of dying, and you got this going on. Look at this cop. Just do him breathe. You can hear him breathing. Let me shut down his right to film anything. All right, you can bring it back to me. See, don't get used to it. Don't get brainwashed. This is not normal. It's an absolute abomination to freedom. These are elected officials that are sending out their stormtroopers. And listen, I've been a staunch defender of the police on this podcast, being that I was one from 1992 to 2017. Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, 25 years, right here. Staunch defender. But any cop, I don't care if it's somebody that I worked with, any cop that makes these sort of COVID arrests, you are a capitulating, ankle-grabbing coward. That's what you are. You're a gelding. You, oh, I might lose my job. Who cares? You keep your job for what? 
Adolf Hitler? You keep your job for that? You, you, I, if, if Adolf Hitler or Joseph Stalin was your boss, is it really worth keeping your job? If that's where your country is going, is it worth keeping your job and your reputation? Just, you, just be like me. Have no reputation. I Listen, all I do is speak the truth. However it lands on people is however it lands. I don't care. People say, oh, we're offended. We're not coming back to the church. Don't care. Love you. Want you to stay. But don't care if you leave because I will not compromise truth to appease human beings. I will not do it because I will answer to God in judgment. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10 says, Each of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. That's what I will answer to. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. Jesus Christ speaking. Matthew chapter 5, 28 and 29. Read it for yourself. Well, I've never heard those things before in church. That's because your pastor is a coward. No, they just, they just became cowards during COVID. No, that COVID just revealed their cowardice when they closed. Well, if I don't close, then all the wisdom class in my church will think that I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist. No, you, should, you stand for the truth. doesn't matter what they think. Now, I titled this next video, Oh Puke. That's how I titled it. It's from the Hill. I want you to listen to this. I want you to hear this, Kamala Harris. Listen to her voice and her just absolute naked insincerity. She's calling frontline COVID workers. Play it for me. You know, I just, I wanted to see you to say happy Thanksgiving. And, and just for everything you do every day, I've been reading about you and just all that you do in service of so many people. Kamala Harris calling. How are you? You ready? You ready? <laughs> Hi. I'm calling to speak with the artist known as Ty. <laughs> uh, you bring it back to me. You... I can only take so much. How does anybody vote? For people like that. I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. Now listen, there's some crap sack Republicans too. I'm just saying, how does any, I wouldn't vote for them. How does anybody vote for a fraud like that? How does anybody vote for that? I don't know. All right, this is an Andrew Wilkow parlay from Parler. Everybody, hey, bring back to me real quick. Just real quick. Make sure that you follow, get over Tom Lipley on Parler. Follow me on Parler. Follow me on YouTube. I've got an account on MeWe now, and I've got an account on Gab.com. I'm kind of having MeWe and Gab compete to see which one takes off faster. So far, MeWe is in the lead. But follow me on all of these platforms. On Rumble, also, we're downloading my stuff on Rumble. Follow me on Rumble. Listen, we've got to have conservative alternatives to Facebook, to Twitter, and to YouTube. Because they're deplatforming, they're banning people, they're demonetizing people that are strictly conservative. Never happens to the libs. All right, back to that parlay from Andrew Wilkow. John Kerry as a as climate czar? Question mark. Only Democrats could pick a guy with six houses, twelve cars, two yachts, and a private jet to tell you 
to tell you that you should take the bus to stop pollution. <laughs> exactly. And here's another picture of John Kerry at the World Economic Forum. Just so you know, you vote Democrat, you voted globalist, you voted for the World Economic Forum, you voted for the Great Reset, you voted for the New World Order. You're like, Tom, you can't say that. I'm saying it. If you voted for, if you voted for the Democratic Party, you voted for pure evil. You voted for the party that represents absolute evil in this, in this, in this, not, only, not only in this country, but in this world. All right, Kyler Becker, uh, Kyle, Kyle Becker tweet. Michigan, they were overriding ballots. Articia Bomer, who signed an affidavit testifying to fraud committed in Detroit, gives shocking details of poll workers overriding Trump votes to Biden votes, revealing. Play the video for me. With capital I. So how many of these uh, straight red ticket or votes for President Trump did you witness approximately uh, go back into into the envelope or whatever after they were taken out. Um, so they came in a pack of 50. Okay. Out of the 50, it would be maybe just two that they were happy about. So I didn't get in, just like two ballots that would come out. They would put the rest on back in the envelope because they count 50 at a time. Two, they would, two or three would be happy in each pile. It would never be more than five ballots that they were happy about that they actually passed around and rolled out. One girl would roll them up and then she would roll them out with her hand and to straighten them to make sure, I guess, they're going to get fed in a tabulator or so. So how many groups of 50 did you witness this happen with? Oh my God. More than 50. More than 100. Which table was this? Was this both tables? This is, so there were two tables together, 123 right here and 120 right here. They would override so many ballots that I saw. They would, they would put in the scanner, and then on there it would say, are you sure you want to override to them, like something? To, in other words, it's a Republican ballot, but they went in and overrid the system, and they, they, would put, they would take the mouse and click yes, and a green check mark would come in and says, uh, processed or some or so, but this was after they kept overriding each and every last ballot that they put into their scanner that was on their table. They would override them. Not one time did I see one go through, and it was just went through. They were overriding ballots. What do you mean by overriding? They would click in the system. So if my vote is for a Democrat, you can override it to Republican. If it's a Republican, you can override it to Democrat. It specifically says, do you want to override it? And they were overriding them. All right, so that was in Detroit. Remember what I told you now. Joe Biden underperformed. This is from Richard Barris, pollster. Joe Biden underperformed Hillary Clinton in every large metropolitan area. L.A., New York, Miami, underperformed Hillary Clinton, except for Milwaukee, Atlanta, Philadelphia. And what was she just talking about? Detroit, where she said there was 50 boxes. 50 times or more, or she said maybe 100 times, of boxes of ballots that she saw them. They pull out, there was only two, you know, that they liked or whatever. That was Joe Biden. That's the ones they liked were Joe Biden. So they have a box full of ballots, hundreds or thousands of ballots, and there only be a couple that they like for Joe Biden. And they were overriding. They were changing the name from Trump to Biden. Oh, there's no evidence of widespread voting fraud. Uh, that's widespread, and that is evidence. That's a sworn affidavit. That's evidence. 
It absolutely, I mean, what, imagine, imagine if it was the other way around. Imagine what would be going on right now in our culture, in our mainstream media right now. Imagine what would be going on if it was the other way around, if you had somebody testifying that they were overriding ballots from, from Biden to Trump, from Trump to Biden. Imagine that. Imagine if it was going the other way around where they were taking Biden votes and turning them into Trump votes. That's exactly what was happening. He won this entire election in these four cities and maybe one or two others. That's it. For, for, for all intents and purposes, he won the election in Milwaukee, Detroit, Atlanta, and Philadelphia, and Pittsburgh. That's it. That's it. He lost everywhere else. That's why. That's why on the down ballot, we now have 14 Republicans were up for 27 seats as incumbents. They won them all. Talking about in Congress, won them all and took 14 now seats from the Democrats. 14. And somehow, and Nancy Pelosi's so stupid, she comes out and says, Well, I have to give Trump credit. He does bring out a lot of voters. So he brings out voters for everybody but himself. Absolutely statistically impossible. Never happens. It never happens that seats are gained in Congress. And the president or the 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 president or the inco- the incumbent of the same party loses. It never happens. It's not evidence of voter fraud. It is voter fraud. All right, Andrew Boston tweet. In Georgia during during late September, Dominion's radical leftist Eric Coomer made a critical. Now get this. Now in Georgia in late September, Dominion. Radical leftist Eric Coomer made a critical software change. Oh, what's in late September, one month before the election, to Georgia's Dominion voting machines without adequate testing or certification from the U.S. Election Assistance Commission. All right, here's 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 here's, here's uh, Eric Coomer. There he is, anti-Trump engineer of Dominion. Uh, voting systems. This is the guy tinkering around with the, he's doing a critical software update in late September. Look at him. Dead Prez. That's how he represents himself. That's he's speaking about President Trump, anti-Trump engineer of Dominion voting systems said, I made sure Trump's number, whatever his claims are being made that voting systems created by a company called Dominion are linked to potential fraud in the 2020 election. This is who's, this is who's in Georgia one month before the election, tinkering around with Dominion voting machines. Not just tinkering around, installing what, everybody? Software updates unsupervised. Facts! That happened. That happened. That's not evidence of voter fraud. It is voter fraud. All right, the Hill tweet. This is, this is you know, I didn't think of it this way, but Aaron and I were talking about it right before this, and I didn't really catch on. To this, but this is weird. This is a weird video. I thought it was a pathetic video. I put things in categories: weird, pathetic, whatever. This is this is weird. And well, I don't know which which is more, whether it's more weird or more pathetic than it is. But this is Biden supporters wave as the president elects. <laughs> That's the hill, liberal hill, motorcade, which is Biden the brainwashing, by the way, constantly calling him president elect. Heads to his beach house. Man of the people. Man of the people. All the multi-millionaire Democrats. Men and women of the people. Heads to his beach house 
for Thanksgiving. Play it for me and we'll talk about it. One cop car, two cop cars, three cop cars, four cop cars, five cop cars. Here we go. Six cop cars. Seven cop cars. Eight cop cars, some kind of paddy wagon. Nine pop, look at this, nine, oh, that's a bus. Nine cop cars. What's the bus for? 10 cop cars. 11. 12 and a partridge in a pear tree. Wow. 12 cop cars and some sort of bus. And hey, bring that video back. I want to go, Aaron, see if you can get the uh, supporters on the side of because I didn't get to make fun of that yet. There you go. There they are. Four people. <laughs> Look at her jump up and down. Four people. There's more cop cars. There's three times more cop cars than there are people waving at him. And he won. He got 80 million votes and defeated President Donald Trump. Absolutely no way. And that's just weird. In the middle of nowhere, nobody around, 12 cop cars out in the middle of nowhere for what? And four people standing there? All right, Michael, uh, Michael Knowles tweet. In a civilized society, this would be illegal. There's no way for me to explain this video this is some sort of convoluted church service. There's no way for me to explain it except to let you just watch it. Play it for me. Good morning. Good morning. Today we choose to recognize, honor, love, and celebrate anyone here who would claim their identity publicly as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning intersex, pansexual, asexual, or any category that I've left out. What is a pansexual? This is Phoenix. You're a little shy. Do you want to tell everyone if you're a boy or a girl? I just want to tell them that I'm a girl. Okay, you can tell them that. <laughs> Phoenix would like you to know that she's a girl and she prefers she and her pronouns. May you be well, safe, and whole. Let's chant. We honor you exactly as you are. Oh, good. I, I, Pansexual, I didn't know what that meant. Not limited in sexual choice. They, got, they sent me the definition. With regard to biological, sex, gender, or gender identity. How dare anybody put their kids through that? She's carrying a toddler and putting, how old do you think, Hope, how old do you think that girl or boy is? About eight years old. Put, bringing your kid up and may, putting them through that. And, and sadly, it's a small church, but it was full of people. I, I absolutely, I mean, I don't even, I don't know what to say. I mean, I could go on a whole biblical rampage about it. All, of course, homosexuality is hell. Homosexuality is hell bound sin, just so you know. But so, by the way, is sex outside of marriage that's hetero. But it, sin is sin. Truth is truth. But how could anybody drag their kids up on a stage like that? and try to make them pronounce their gender? See, if you go beyond the point of just simply being able to walk into a bathroom alone and check and see what gender you are, you're a confused fool. 
and you're doing that to your kids. And where confusion is, there's, there's envy in every evil work. That's just the Bible. Don't let that get in the way of your theology. All right, now th- I, I like to put out these videos because they symbolize the vision of the Democratic Party. Don't let yourself ever be a part of it. Ever. Don't, don't concede one single step, not one inch, to any of this crap. Now, this is John Ossoff. He's running for Senate in Georgia. And this is him, just for me, expressing the vision of the Democratic Party. This is what, how they want us all to look. Masked, controlled, and distanced, and acting just like him. Play it for me. What's the praying? That's what you call a gelding right there. Prancing across the street. Mask, control, distance, elbow, there, oh yeah. This is the vision. Good job, Christians, for capitulating this. Is this what you're, t- hey, freeze that, Aaron, when you can on, a, on an elbow bump. See if you can do it. Just maybe catch the next one. Here we go. Boom, there you go. Is that what your church is doing? If your church is doing that, know that you are operating in evil. You're operating. You can't say that, Tom. Bull crap, I can't. If you've given in and you behave like this or you look like this, you have caved to evil because those that are propagating it are people who are baby butcherers. Understand that. If you look like that and that's how you're behaving in your churches or that's how you behave at your family gatherings, I don't care if you never watch me again. I don't care if you don't ever come to my church. You are capitulating to evil. You're collaborating with evil. You're collaborating with it. You know it's, listen, I'm going to show you mass hypocrisy in a minute. If all these people, if John Ossoff really thought, really thought that COVID would kill him, you think he'd be outside? See a lot of people. I was a cop. In 1992, which was at the height of HIV AIDS. It was not this way, folks. People didn't chance it like they do with COVID. They're just going out, you know, like, if you really thought that it was a death sentence for you to get COVID, you got to go and get your grouper sandwich at a restaurant. If you're going to pick, I'll risk my life for a grouper sandwich. And you go there, you really thought there's a chance of you dying, so you're masked up on the way there. Pull your mask down and sit next to a whole bunch of people. If you really thought it was deadly, no, it's just lies. It's all lies. It's been lies since March. I don't care what anybody says. There was never a need to shut down. There was never a need for you to spend one minute in quarantine. There was never a need to hoard toilet paper. There was never a need to social distance or close businesses, and especially... Never a need to close churches at all, ever. Not one need. Well, no, it's just wise. You don't want to spread it. If, if we covered the flu the same way that we covered COVID, it would be like this every year. This is what they want. You're masked. You're contact traced. It's on your phone. You're contact traced. Your phone will update without you conceding to it. You're masked. You're contact traced. You're distanced. You can't talk to people because you're too far away urge you not to meet with your family, urge you not to meet in church. Masked, distanced, and controlled. That's what the Democratic Party wants. That's what George Soros wants. That's what the Great Reset wants. The Great Reset, Tom, that's just, you know, that's just a conspiracy. Listen, it's so funny when you got like Chris Cuomo, 
or Brian Stelter or Jake Tapper on mainstream media calling the Great Reset a conspiracy theory when the Great Reset has their own website. They have their own website. They put out their own videos. They have huge names like Prince Charles attached to the Great Reset. And you have these people. They'll, and everybody's so low information. I, I can't remember the numbers, so don't hold me to these numbers. But they did a poll of how many Democrats in a specific state knew about the Hunter Biden situation. And 47% of the Democrats who voted in that state, I can't, it's one of the swing states, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, one of those three, 47% had never heard of the Hunter Biden situation. Never heard of it. And 9% said it would have changed their votes. They're low information people. Yeah, put that up there. Here's the Great Reset right here. Look, at there's World Economic Forum. This is not conspiracy. This, I'm pretty proud of this. There's big, there's huge names all over it. This is their own website. That's what they, yeah, scroll through it. Can you show them more? Yeah, there it is. It's not, there's nothing, there's nothing conspiratorial about it. You go on there and pull up all this stuff, the Great Reset Dialogue. Yeah, there you go. Look at this. They're proud of this. There are all sorts of people involved in it. Huge names. Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. It's all up there. Don't buy into the brainwashing. Oh, don't, you know, you know people, everybody will think that you're, uh, you know, you're weird. There's nothing weird about it. Say, oh, really? You think it's weird? Let me pull it up for you. All right, uh, Washington, Washington Examiner tweet. It is all too easy for some to take an idea, in this case, for example, <laughs> personal freedom, <laughs> and turn it into an ideology. This is the Pope talking. <laughs> Accuses lockdown protesters of turning personal freedom into an ideology in Thanksgiving op-ed. Oh, really? Personal freedom is an ideology? It's not an ideology. It's a right given to you by Yahweh, by God Almighty. It's the reason Jesus came. It is for freedom. I mean, oh my, I mean, I could just go off on this Pope. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. And do not and do not be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Pontiff. What a galactic moron. Oh, you can't say that. Bull crap. You're going to sit up there and you're going to lie and you're going to claim Christianity and you don't even know what the Bible says. You're about like Biden. The Pope is the equivalent of Biden. He just happens to be able to say Psalms instead of palms. That's all the Pope has on Biden. He, he's as much a Christian as Joe Biden is. All right, this is a Dave Rubin tweet. He says... My G, I'm not going to say it, I'll just say my goodness. Could there possibly be any excuse that makes this less evil? This is what state-run tyranny looks like. This is aided and abetted by our mainstream media, which would, which won't even touch it. Also, the office committing the assault isn't, uh, the officer, I'm supposed to say officer, committing the assault isn't wearing a mask. See, I would used to defend things like this as an officer committing an assault. He is. These officers are committing freaking crimes. Right here. Play it for me. Not you guys. Yeah. ACLU is fine. Get off the street. You can't tell you to get off the street. You have a constitutional right to be Go on home. the street. What's this guy Go doing? Home or you're getting arrested. You're under arrest. It's in California. 
under arrest. Get down. I'm not a part of it. You're under arrest. You have flex cuffs they got on the back. Those orange things are flex cuffs. On the back. Lots and lots of people violating curfews in L.A. What a joke. What a galactic joke. I'm about to go off. This is the one that made me the maddest all week long right here. You coward. You're a coward, Chubbo. Get out of the way. Why you mix in a salad? Stop resisting. They're telling him, put your arms behind your back while his arms are being pinned down by other officers and then claiming that he's resisting. Listen, I, I don't, I am, a, there's other cops, by the way, credit where credit is due, that are refusing to do this crap. God bless you. You're doing the right thing. Don't support Stalin. Don't support Gavin Newsom or Eric Garcetti, mayor of Los Angeles. Don't support, well, if I don't, I'll lose my job. Well, lose it then. Go get a job somewhere else. They've had like 150 officers in Seattle are gone. They're never coming back. Why would, why would you sit there and, 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 and serve Jenny Durkin in Seattle, the mayor of Seattle, Jenny Durkin? Why would you, why? Well, I just, you know, that's my job. I don't want lose it. Move. It's more important that you're a righteous person, that you do what's right. They have no right to do that. None. They have a constitutional right to be on the street. You have a constitutional right not to wear a mask. First, fourth, and 14th Amendment. Please read them. And these cops that do this stuff, I'm ashamed of you. I am absolutely, I don't care what you're, well, we have the lawful right. It's an ordinance. No, you have no, there is no ordinance or law that can trump the Constitution. Nothing. All the capitulating moronic Christians that stop going to church because of Romans 13, because a governor or a health director told you that you had to stay home in quarantine because those are your ruling authorities, you're ignorant. You're an ignorant fool. It's not what the Bible is saying at all. At all. It's talking about obeying normal laws like don't murder. No, I'm going to go ahead and murder because I'm a Christian. I don't have to obey the world's rules. That's what it's talking about. And your only ruler in the United States is the United States Constitution. That's it. All right, a Team Trump tweet. Watch. Chanel Rayon on, uh, it's hard to even, I want to say demonizing, dominionizing the vote. Play it for me. So another issue is the keys. The keys to the machine are digital devices. Uh, they, it's unclear what the device is. It might be like an RFID device or USB or, or something, but it is clear that it's a digital device that holds some kind of cryptographic key on it. If you lose this physical key to the machine, then you lose absolute security of the entire precinct. Say Philadelphia was storing these keys in a warehouse and they they were robbed and the only thing stolen were these keys and a laptop, then you should consider their entire election to be illegitimate because they have lost the physical security of the system. That's just what happened in Philadelphia one month before Election Day. Philadelphia police are investigating after somebody broke into an election machine warehouse and stole a laptop and 
a USB drive. The theft happened last night at the warehouse on the 3500 block of Scotts Lane in East Falls. Officials were quick to declare this theft had nothing to do with the election and was not <laughs> malicious at all. An odd declaration. You don't catch the criminal, but you decide you know their motive? Interesting judicial logic, Philadelphia. Meanwhile, local reporter posted this video on social media where he's seen walking around that same warehouse without being noticed. Whoever stole those keys in, in Philadelphia has admin access. Do you trust a random thief who has administrative access to the voting machine? They could have theoretically been able to make as many keys as they want for Philadelphia. On election night, Donald Trump led Joe Biden by 800,000 votes. Major precincts reporting. In the dead of night, that lead disappeared. Biden overtook Trump and took the whole state of Pennsylvania by 60,000 votes. That 60,000 vote bump came from the very Philadelphia county in which the drive and laptop had been stolen. Watkins Back to me. Whoops. Remember, that was what was testified in the Senate hearing, the state Senate hearing that I played for you earlier. Well, one of the witnesses, one of the expert witnesses talked about that warehouse being broken into. What kind of warehouse was it? Let me, let's, let's quote. Philadelphia election machine warehouse was burglarized 30 days prior to the election. 30 of what they call keys. Remember USBs? Those are the keys. USBs. And that got, what, uh, what's his name? Ronald Watkins there. He doesn't look overly serious because he's got that cowboy hat on, but he's serious business. This is, a, this is like a professional hacker who's turned white hat. Although he's wearing a black hat. He's a good guy now. But if you have those, remember all that you need to change an election is a laptop and these keys. And that's exactly and only what was stolen out of that warehouse. Why would you go and break in and steal USB ports and a laptop only? The laptop, you're like, any la- it's not any laptop. It's a laptop that has all their downloaded information on them. So they stole a key laptop and the keys to the whole system. 30 days prior. This is Philadelphia. They're- and I love, I love what the reporter said from Owen. Nothing, is it uh, Chanel Rayon? Nothing, I love how she framed it. The, the election official says, it says the break-in had nothing to do with the election. <laughs> she loves I love how you didn't even catch the criminal, but you can decide what his motives were. And why would anybody, if it doesn't have anything to do with the election, why would you go in and steal USB ports? I mean, not ports, what's the word, Aaron? USB USB drives. Why would you go in and steal USB drives? Why? They're not worth anything. You can't sell them on the black market. I haven't seen too many people standing on a street corner. Uh, Get your USB drives here. You got some dime bags of USB drives. Why else would you break into an election machine warehouse but to mess with an election? That's typical Democrats. Right in front of your face. Right in front of your face. Lying to you. And, it, and they even know that you know they're lying and still expect you to swallow it. All right, New York Post tweet. Oregon Governor Kate Brown urges people to call cops on COVID-19 rule breakers. This was over the Thanksgiving Day holiday. She wants people to call the cops on their neighbors. Here's the video, play it for me. Sure, so this was arguably the biggest moment in the interview. I just, I asked Governor Brown point blank, yes or no, should Oregonians in your mind be calling the police on their neighbors who are violating the restrictions of this freeze, AKA having more than six people in their home at once. Should they call the police in those circumstances? Yes or no, here's what she said. 
Look, this is no different than what happens if there's a party down the street and it's keeping everyone awake. What do neighbors do? They call law enforcement because it's too noisy. This is just <laughs> like that. It's like a violation of a noise ordinance. Like that could be a yes. Yes, yes. Um, but honestly, um, they shouldn't have to. This is about saving lives and it's about protecting our fellow Oregonians. It's about protecting our families. It's pro about protecting our vulnerable community members. And frankly, um, it's about protecting um, the entire state of Oregon. Yeah, you know, bring it back to me. Hardly anybody in the state of Oregon has died. You have about a 0.02% chance, two one-hundredths of 1% 1 chance of dying of COVID in the state of Oregon. Why don't they stop people driving? You have a much higher chance of being killed in a car crash in Oregon than you do of COVID-19. But yet she does nothing. She's urging people, again, right in your face, right in your face, Oregonians, right in your face, telling you to act like the Gestapo and expecting you to swallow it. You call on your neighbors. Uh, you know, this is uh, Tom here. I know the state law for Thanksgiving under current COVID restrictions is you're only allowed to have seven people in the house. I counted nine. And this is the address. Who would do this? But people are. And that's what the governor, the uh, Oregon, how can you vote for people like this? Right in front of your face. All right. Next up, John Solomon tweet. Kentucky governor. Look, look, at, look at the specifics here. Kentucky governor asks appeals court to allow him to close Christian schools, really, religious schools throughout the state. There is nothing there but Christian schools throughout the state. Back to me. So why, why is it that he wants to close? Kentucky governor asks appeals court to allow him to close religious schools. Oh, oh, uh, you're like, oh, because some of them are violating COVID rules. Do you see what it's really all about? Do you see what this is truly all about? It's about, it's about removing God. This all started as an attack on the church. Remember now, right there in Kentucky, all abortion clinics are wide freaking open. Wide open. Strip clubs, wide open. No problem whatsoever. But here comes Governor Andy Bashir, and he's got to close down Christian schools. Kids are 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the flu. That is absolute fact than they are of COVID. 7 to 20 times more likely from 0 to 19. 0 to 19-year-old people are 7 to 20 times more likely. On the good end, 7 times. On the bad end, 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID-19. And this is where the governor, Andy Bashir of Kentucky, this is what he targets our Christian schools. And you still don't see it. Pastors of churches that are still closed. You don't see it. Why don't you grow a set? Listen, schedule an appointment with a urologist and see if you didn't get clipped somewhere, pastor. If you can't open up a church because you're afraid of Andy Bashir, you're a coward. If you can't open up your church because you're afraid of Gabby Newsom, I'll show you a picture of Gabby later on. He looks like a caricature 
of a politician. And you're afraid of them? All right, from Breitbart News, 1123. Chinese President Xi Jinping, there he is. Of course, he's doing what a lot of the Christians are doing, wearing a mask, wants travelers to adopt a global QR code system. Oh, don't worry. This has nothing to do with Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. And he causes all, both small and great, to, to take a mark on their forehead and, or on their right hand that they may not buy, sell, or trade without the mark. It's got nothing to do with that, right? Capitulating, ankle-grabbing pastors. Nothing to do with that, right? Republicans, nothing to do with any of that. Nothing to do with the New World Order. Nothing to do with the book of Revelation. Really? Really? Xi Jinping wants travelers to adopt a global QR code to help determine their health status and travel permissions. That should rivet your freaking souls. That's the worst cuss word that I use. I don't cuss unless you consider freaking a cuss word or crap. Those are my Christian cuss words. You're like, well, I don't, we don't agree with that. I don't know what to tell you. Those are my Christian cuss words. If you don't see it, you're willfully choosing to be an ignoramus. Seriously. All right, this is from uh, Waters World. Love Jesse Waters. I know some of you are like, no Fox, no Fox. I don't ever do that. It's just like, I don't, I'm not going to leave Facebook. I'm not going to leave those things. As long as I'm out, as long as I'm on there, I'm going to do it. Fox News, who's ever good, I will watch. I'm still watching Tucker, even though he blew it up a little bit last week. Still, I go with proportionality with people. Nobody hits it on the mark every single time. If they're right most of the time, I will watch them. So I'm still a Jeff, Jesse Waters fan. This is from Waters World. We're going to play four very short cuts off of Waters World. Play number one for me, would you? What they swear to is that at 4.30 in the morning, a truck pulled up to the Detroit center where they were ca- counting ballots. The people thought it was food, so they all ran to the truck. It wasn't food. It was thousands and thousands of ballots. And the ballots were in garbage cans, they were in paper bags, they were in cardboard boxes, and they were taken into the center. They were put on a number of tables. At that time, they thought all the Republican inspectors had left, all but two had, and an employee of Dominion. And here's what they jointly swear to, that every ballot that they could see, every thing they could hear, these were ballots for Biden. When they saw a ballot, these were ballots only for Biden, meaning there was no down ticket, just Biden. Many of them didn't have anything on the outer envelope because these ballots were produced very quickly, very swiftly, and they're estimated to be a minimum of 60,000, maximum of 100,000. Many of them were triple counted, which means they were put into the counting machine this way. Once, twice, three times. Makes you sick to your stomach to think that this could have happened. All right, back to me. All right, that was just real quick on that one. Think about that. Same ballot processed through the machine multiple times. All single vote ballots. They didn't even vote down ticket. And probably unfolded mail-in ballots. They voted for one person. Joe Biden shoved through the machine 30, 40, 50 times each. Trump won in a landslide. Play the next one for me. In Pittsburgh, 15,000 people showed up on election day to vote, and we're told they had already voted by mail when they hadn't. So who cast ballots in their names? Wisconsin sent out 
tens of thousands of unsolicited ballots. It's against state law. Democrats violated the Equal Protection Clause by allowing people to cure their bad ballots in cities, but not in Trump counties. And all of these arguments and testimonials... So they had people, they're mailing out ballots all over the state. People showed up to vote in person, were denied the right to vote in person, 15,000 in Wisconsin. 15,000. That's what's verified right now. 15,000 showed up and said, you know what? I'm ready to vote. You can't. You already voted. I didn't vote already. Oh, I wonder who filled in their mail-in ballot. Play the next one for me. Be pursued all the way. Democrats rioted and launched a coup after the last election. Spare us the outrage when a lawyer files a lawsuit. Let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? Remember when Hillary said Trump stole the election and was an illegitimate president? Remember when Democrats pressured electors to stop Trump's certification? Remember when dozens of Democrats boycotted Trump's inauguration? Remember the Obama administration illegally leaked classified information and unleashed FBI agents on Trump's transition? All of that was over a lie planted by Hillary just to distract from her email scandal. And so far, there's more evidence of election corruption than there ever was of election collusion. Remember when the mainstream media cared about election integrity? Here's an investigative report from NBC News demonstrating how Dominion voting machines are easily hacked. Look at the title of the package right there. The Ease of Hacking Voting Machines (laughs) from NBC News. Speaking of Dominion. All right, 720, last one. We've put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Back to me. Amen, Joe. You did. Perfect. PJ Media tweet. New crime stats reflect stunning increase. I repeat, stunning increase in L.A. criminals following Gavin Newsom's mask mandate. And this is what I've been saying for months, too. Isn't it funny how it all seems to work out for the Democrats? You have COVID-19 blows into the United States somewhere in February, right? January, February. Blows in. Mass, mass, mass overreaction, primarily by Democratic governors. They all now change their votes without going through the proper legislative session, which is how we're going to win in the Supreme Court, by the way. You have to, if you change your voting... In any way, shape, or form, it has to go through your state legislature. That's why Georgia's done. It's going to Trump. But that works out, right? They have to change everything because you can't come vote in person because you might contract an illness that is so deadly that you have to be tested to even know if you ever had it. Most Americans, by the millions, have had COVID and don't even know, but that's beside the point. So COVID comes in, gives them justification to change all election procedures, mass mail-out, that works out well for them. The rioters, COVID works out great for them too. People are like voter fraud and COVID aren't related. They are. It's all part of the same scam. You can go out and riot now. You can do it. Hey, put the chubby kid back up with the, the picture. Uh, there you go. You can go out and riot now. Do whatever you want because you got a mask over your face. That worked out well for Antifa, Black Lives Matter, in other words, the stormtroopers for the Democratic Party. COVID is the greatest thing that's ever happened to the Democratic Party. Greatest thing that's ever happened. 
And like I always say, what's funny about this stuff is it will land on your freaking doorstep. It will, even if you're a Democrat, it will land on your doorstep. This is a Jorge Ventura uh, media tweet. Fifth straight day of protests in front of whose house? Mayor, one of the biggest Stalinists in the country, mayor of LA, Eric Garcetti. Buy Black Lives Matter. See, you're never good enough for them. You're never woke enough for them. You're white. You're not good enough for them. You know, Tom, you're, it's, it's not about, I don't, I don't even care about race. It's them that care about race, so you have to talk about it. Five days in a row, BLM is in front of his house now. It's pretty funny. It's like Ted Wheeler. His house got attacked on his birthday by BLM and Antifa, the very ones he was marching around with not three weeks before that and getting tear gassed by his own cops. It, it, it writes itself. There's nothing, there's no commentary to even put on it. It writes the stupidity, the outrageousness of it speaks for itself. Now here, here they are. Play it for me. Here's the protest in front of his house. We have nothing to lose but our chains. We have nothing to lose but our chains. <laughs> this is it is our service. duty to fight for freedom. It is our duty to fight for freedom. It is our duty to win. It is our duty to win. We must love and protect one another. We must love and protect one another. We have nothing to lose but our chains. We have nothing to lose but our chains. It is our duty to fight for freedom. It is our duty to fight for freedom. It is our duty to win. It is our duty to win. Back to me. Oh, every single one of those people voted for Joe Biden. How does that make you feel? Democrats have voted for Joe Biden, really. And what's funny about it is libs hate cops. I'm switching to pro cop now because there are good cops. Most are good. You have the you know the capitulating ankle grabbers, just like most pastors. Well, I can't say that. Most churches have closed. I was going to say most pastors are good. They aren't. Most churches have closed, so they're not good. But a lot of cops are good. And it's funny how the liberals all hate cops until they need the cops' protection. This, are, this is a video of the cops in front of Eric Garcetti's house. Play it for me. There you go. I should say in front of Eric Garcetti's mansion. His walled mansion. Hey, Aaron, when you get a chance, freeze it. Right there. Well, look at this. Now. Leave it up. I'll talk over it. I'll bet you. How? Where do you think Eric Garcetti lands on the wall debate? Shall we? Shall we? It would not be mere conjecture on my part to assume that Eric Garcetti, hyper Stalinist liberal baby butcher, is on the side of no wall. Correct. But what does he have? And I will bet you that he is on the side of defunding the police. But lo and behold, what does he have? Isn't this funny? How you could ever vote for a Democrat is beyond cognitive reason. They do exactly what they say they're against. Every time they do exactly what they say they're against. They're against everything that they actually do. All right, Governor Phil Scott tweet. Unfortunately, we know some will still get together in schools have asked for help. Yeah, sure they have, Gov. Another Phil. We direct schools to, get this now, ask students or parents if they were part of a multifamily gathering. We direct schools to ask students if they were a part of multifamily gatherings. They want to interrogate your own kids. 
I mean, get this. This is what this guy is up to. You had his picture. Did you put it up already while I was reading? There you go. I just like you to know who these people are. There he is. There's Philly Scott. He wants when kids come back to school. He, this guy right here, he wants to pull your kids into the office and ask, hey, give me a count of how many people you had Thanksgiving dinner with. Democratic Party. Democratic Party every time. All right, Rising Serpent tweet. Matt Brainard has the receipts to show people voted in multiple states, and he's testifying in Arizona. Play the video for me. But all the analysis that we've done don't really require you to say, trust me about a magical mathematical formula or some pattern we discovered or something that supposedly happened in the Listen software to these numbers the voting now. machines. I can give you the list of the people who voted in this election who filed national change of address cards in Georgia, moving themselves to another state. And I can also show you the subsequent state voter registrations of these individuals in other states who then cast earlier absentee ballots back in Georgia. I can show you the names of the people and the records of them having voted in multiple states in the raw data that the states make available. So this isn't speculative. See, this is absolute fact. This is, this, this is on the computer. This Show this. This just goes right to Governor Kemp, goes right to the state legislature, invalidates the entire election. You cannot vote in two different states, and they purposely did it. I didn't have time to conjure up the, the information, but they are finding by the thousands throughout this country, specifically in Nevada, where people had registered their address as the post office itself. And they disguised, they put down as their address a P.O. box. And like a P.O. box has a 163 number on it. So they put down apartment 163. This is happening by the tens of thousands. That's why Trump is confident. That's why Trump's out playing golf. This is all on the record. You can't have it in a county where you have 250,000 people that are eligible to vote and 374,000 people came and voted. That is absolutely on the record. You can't erase it. You cannot go to a county that has that number, 250,000 eligible eligible voters, not even people who will vote, just 250 eligible voters. That means probably 174,000 will show up. But yet 350,000 showed up, 100%, you know, 50% higher than what is even eligible to vote. That happened everywhere. This election is a complete fraud. It's impossible. You'll hear Democrats say, well, it's just high turnout. High turnout? How can you have high turnout that's not possible? How can you have 250,000 people eligible to vote and 350,000 people show up? That's not high turnout. That's illegal. You have to be registered 30 days prior to the election. It's illegal. There's more people showing up to vote than exist. All over the country, it's like that. All over the country. Judicial Watch did a study of of 37 states, 353 counties they found where more than 100% more than the eligible, eligible voter list showed up to vote again. For simplicity, 10,000 eligible voters, 100% more showed up. An additional 10,000 showed up. The 10,000 eligible voters in whatever Podunk County, USA. I live in Podunk County, USA. I'm proud of it. But 10,000 eligible voters in Podunk County, USA. Eligible voters, not actual voters, eligible voters. And 20,000 people show up. That happened. That's just 100% counties, not the 25%, not the 30%. 
in the counties, over 100% more people showed up than were eligible to vote in 353 counties. This is a complete con job. Don't be brainwashed as you're going through Twitter and you're seeing the Hill and CNN talk about president-elect Joe Biden. It's an absolute joke. All right, John Solomon tweet. They got DeBazio serving pie. DeBazio orders COVID-19 checkpoints. How could anybody vote for these people? Absolute Stalinist, absolute Gestapo, COVID-19 checkpoints at bridges in New York City to catch and find violators of the travel ban. Nice job, Christian church closers. This is what you've ushered in. The world will follow the church. Sadly, though, the church capitulates to the world. All right, a Tina Yazdani tweet, 1126. Adamson barbecue owner, this is in Australia. Adam Skelly arrested at 12.25 p.m. What was his offense? Here's his offense, you ready? His offense was that he was breaking in to his own restaurant. Let me repeat, his offense, Adam Skelly, his offense was that he was breaking in to his own restaurant that had been closed because you're not allowed to eat barbecue in this area of Australia. I'm assuming it's probably somewhere in Victoria, but I'm just guessing. Play a video for me. Freedom, he yells out. Guy just wants his own, going to his own restaurant. Somebody tries to help out. He's going down. Shame on shame on those police officers. Shame on them. Shame on them. You refuse to do this stuff. You refuse it. Just following orders, sir. Just following orders, sir. You're following orders from a tyrannical authority. What are you doing? Well, here's the cops later on. A pu- update from police on Adam Skelly's arrest. He had been advised not to enter the restaurant. What they failed to leave out is that's the restaurant he owns. He attempted anyways and pushed through police. At that point, he was handcuffed for trespassing. Tres- <laughs> hey, back to me. Listen, I've made considerable, I've made, I don't know how many arrests, a lot of arrests for trespassing. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. I've never arrested anybody for trespassing on their own property. Woo! That's where COVID's brought us. That's where this is what the devil will do. The devil will make you look like a stupid fool. Stupid fool. All right, this is from the Joe Rogan experience. Now, what I want you to hear, this is an Alex Jones clip for about two minutes and 15 seconds. It's an Alex Jones clip. And what he's talking about is not this year's election. This is from four years ago. Listen to what he says. Hillary was planning to steal the election. She did steal five states, according to the experts and proof we How have. How did she do that? What do they, you mean? But let's let's they, let's they, not they tried keep, to break into six states. Let's not go on these Trump long, long her. rants where there's a bunch of different statements that sure. need to be addressed. Sure. So let's just from right there, you gotta get to that. Like how did she steal five states? You can't kind of gloss over that. Okay, no, she tried to How did she try to steal six states? She did steal five states. Well, Bev Harris, who's a big liberal, big Democrat, had the HBO documentary Hacking Democracy. Right. She's the leading expert. 
uh, she was actually a month before the election through whistleblowers, got the actual code that had been loaded on machines all across the country. You should have her in studio to steal the elections. I saw Hacking Democracy, and I saw that they did engineer those voting machines so that you could have a third-party input and change it. And, and they did it on live on the show. And, and, and that was a decade ago with Bush. This is new. Okay. So, so She's the top election fraud expert. So she comes on my show. Uh, the story's on Infowars.com. And she says... Uh, we've got evidence, and then I had the, the hacking experts on, and I had the industry whistleblowers on, and I had the county officials on at every level. We have the fraud proven that Democrat-connected groups were already loading code on the machines all over the country, but it's different companies, but about, I think it was 18% of the machines in the country, to be able to remotely break in and, and flip votes. So, because they were aware of that, a bunch of states were waiting and watching, and Homeland Security broke in live into six states and kept trying to flip the results, and they even have screenshots and videos of them in the computers, in there clicking and doing it all. There's major investigations going on. You hear the news going, Trump's crazy. He claims illegals voted to make it about illegals. That was one statement in a larger election fraud deal of actual computers. So, so Trump knows about all this, so she comes on and says they're planning this fraud. Then she comes on after the election and she says, yes, it's clear, here's where precincts closed, here's where all this happened, where 100% went for Hillary, or right after it closed, all the votes that then came in were 100% for Hillary. They didn't even care. But the landslide was so big for Trump, they couldn't steal it. She successfully stole five states. She tried to break into six others, or her controllers did, and got blocked. The, the tsunami for Trump was so huge, uh, with the real polling we can break down later, that they still weren't able to steal it. And now patriots inside U.S. intelligence right, agents. There you go. That was from four years ago. That was about a year after. So it was like 2017. That's exactly what happened this time. You saw what happened. They got caught. They got caught with their pants down. They weren't ready for the, such a Trump landslide. She still stole five states. They did the exact same thing this time, except this time they've succeeded so far they're not going to though trump's sworn in january 20th watch sebastian gorka tweet titled the fascist clown governor cuomo says law enforcement officers who refuse to enforce his constitutional unconstitutional covid19 laws are dictators play the video for me i believe that law enforcement officer violates his or her constitutional duty I don't consider them a law enforcement officer because you don't have the right to pick laws that you think you will enforce and you don't enforce laws that you don't agree with, right? That's not a law enforcement officer. Back to me. Uh, I honestly think that he tries to sound like Al Pacino. I really do. I think it's slipped in. I think the whole Fredo thing from, from The Godfather slipped into his mind. They don't get to enforce laws. I think he tries to sound like Al Pacino. But what's so funny is they're not fulfilling their constitutional duty by not enforcing unconstitutional laws. I mean, I want you to think about that. They're, he considers them unconstitutional because they're not enforcing unconstitutional laws. What a clown show. What a clown show. From the Gateway Pundit, Wisconsin recount of 2020 election ballots is currently underway. According to our source, this is from 1128, more than 2,000, there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud, fake votes were found at the Wisconsin recount in Dane County on Friday. Here they are. Look at that. There's, a, there's an example. That is a picture of a fake ballot. Not, not, not an example. That's an actual picture of one of the, look at the signature. Nothing else. Look at that signature. That is a fake absentee ballot 
That was for 100% for Joe Biden every time. All right, from the, I'm going to motor through. I'm trying to get to a specific place before we get done tonight. So I'm, I'm hustling through this. All right, from the Hill. This is a tweet from the Hill. Idaho Lieutenant Governor touts discredited walk-through disinfected, disinfectant tubes at state capitol. What is that? Oh, cubes, cubes. Uh, yeah, at state capitol. This, this is the thing. I, I miss. I misspoke for two because this is something back to me. This is something that you have you walk through and it disinfects your entire body. Allegedly, that's what she's touting. And by the way, sadly, this is what I'm talking about. The worst of the worst are the Christian capitulators. The next worst are the Republican capitulators of which she is. You're in Idaho. Number one, I don't care what state you're in. I don't even want to make it, but this is an extreme case. You're in Idaho. And you want everybody to walk through a disinfectant cube? I mean, is this getting any more Orwellian for anybody else but me? In in Idaho, they have 1.8 million people there. So basically, 2 million people live in Idaho. How many deaths have they had from COVID-19? That would that would cause the lieutenant governor to put out that she wants to spend hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on disinfectant cubes. What would justify that? Because out of almost 2 million people living in Idaho, they've had 900 deaths from COVID. And this is what you want? Your chances of dying of COVID-19 in the state of Idaho are is 0.05%. And this is what they want. Because see, it's not about keeping you safe keeping you safe from what from what two million people live there 900 have died come on 0.05 five one hundredths of one percent chance of dying of covid if you live in, in in idaho protecting you from what it's not about protection it's about masking you separating you and controlling you. Why would they ever want it? Don't try to figure out why. It's what the book of Revelation says. Sebastian Gorka tweet. Titles it, Are You Ready America? I'm going to hustle through this stuff. I want you to see these videos. It's important that you see what is going on in America. I played it for you a minute ago. What's going on in Australia. Here's in America. You don't wear a mask. Here's what happens. In some states anyway. Play it for me. My finger. I'm not going to break over a fucking mask. Oh, profanity alert! Sorry. Fucking profanity alert. Turn it Good down. Old get David over here. I had to take this off to breathe for a second. So what do you do? Call some fucking cops. That's what I'm saying. Even wearing a mask. How is he resisting? He's tensing his arms. No, he's not. Dude, I don't know what you call this, but that's kind of a natural reaction with two guys are assaulting you. Right. Yeah, in freezer right there, phone. Right there. Let it go a little further. Let me get the cops on the screen. Right there, that's perfect. And that's what you want in America? Good job, quarantine Christians. Nice job. Well, you're like, well, we've opened our churches now. This is the seed that you planted. Let me bring it back to me. Let me just put this out for you. It's called the Bible. It's Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Seed, Christians, that's what you did back in March. That's what you did in April. That's what you did in May. That's what you did in June. I don't care if in July, August, whatever, whenever you open, even if, if, if you're even open right now. 
Some churches have committed to stay closed through 2021, but the pastors will all still get paid. Don't worry about that. As their, uh, as their congregates are all waiting at their food pantry line for the hunger that they caused, that the church pastors caused. But be not deceived, God's not mocked. Whatever you plant in the ground is coming up. And that's what you did. You like that now? You got people that looks like a Sam's Club or a Walmart being marched out of there in handcuffs for violating the COVID laws that you capitulated and collaborated with? You bunch of sniveling cowards. All right, Washington Examiner tweet. This one, this, I want to just puke all over this. United States women's national soccer team took part in a social justice protest. Explain to me, and they're wearing Black Lives Matter. You can see it on their shirts. It'll be like, well, celebrate the ones that are standing. Nope, I will not. Because they've strapped on a lie too. Black Lives Matter. 97% of black men that are killed are killed by other black men. Where's the protest on that? If you're part of the United States soccer team, put that picture back up, Aaron. If you're part of the United States soccer team, then you are not allowed to kneel during the United States anthem. You're like, well, free speech, bring it back to me. You're like, free speech. Fine. Fine. Free speech is great. Go operate wherever you want in free speech. Go ahead. I know that when I was a cop, I didn't have free speech in the cop car. I didn't have free speech on police calls. I couldn't go share my faith on police calls unless somebody asked me about it. So you don't have those in that, in that situation right there. So you can stipulate you will stand for the national anthem or you won't be part of the team. Well, we'll have a lousy team then. Who cares? Who cares? Well, we have a, we'll have a great team for a horrible country. Allow our country to go horrible. You know, I mean, if you don't stand up, your country's horrible. So we'll have a great team with a horrible country. What? Unbelievable. Paul Bedard tweet. Historically strange spike in incomplete Nevada voter files, casinos as home. People are, are marking casinos at home. Bad files were 68, were 68 and 220. I don't know what that means. But 13,372 in, in 220. I don't know what the heck's going on here. He's got a graph, so let's go to the graph. The grammar's horrible. No age, no sex, casinos, temporary RV parks as home. In other words, these people marked. Look at up the top. You can see the numbers. 74% of these odd registrations took place between July and September. Number of 2020 voters in Nevada, CD3, which is Clark County, whose voter registration lists invalid birth dates and unknown sex by year and registration. Tons and tons. When have you ever seen this before? When have you ever seen data come out like this before? I never have. 52 years old, I've never seen it. All right, Melissa Tate, stop the steal tweet. Biden underperformed Hillary and Obama in every, repeat after me, Every county in America, repeat after me, every county in America, except in five cities, lo and behold, those five cities, Milwaukee, Detroit, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and here's the states, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Minnesota, where he not only outperformed Hillary and Obama, he was getting 100 to 350% voter turnouts. More votes than there are people in the precinct in these cities. Absolute fact and easy to prove. 
you have voter registration files. If the voter registration file says 150,000 people are eligible to vote and 278,000 people showed up, that county is now shut down. It is illegitimate. You cannot certify that county. That's what was going on, by the way, in Detroit. That's what the two Republican people on the canvassing board who got all the heat ended up visiting Donald Trump, all that stuff. They refused to certify the vote because 71% of the counties were lining up like that where more people voted than were eligible to vote, so they refused to certify the vote. All right, story still developing, tweet. Breaking, Michael Steele, former assistant with Mitt Romney campaign, is the spokesperson for Dominion. What a shock. They all know each other. Get Dan Bongino's latest work, his latest book. They all know each other. Follow the money. They all know each other. Dominion spokesperson used to work for Mittens Romney. What a shock. All right, I'm not good luck with this one. The dragon tweet. I'm not going to even try his first name. It'll show up on there. Go ahead, put it up there. There you go. It's Maximovic Dragon, something like that. There you go. There's the proof for you. Nevada, registered to vote. 1,277,000. How many people voted? Oh, just 1.5 million. Pennsylvania, 6.4 million can vote. How many voted? Oh, just 7 million, 109% over. Uh, Minnesota, 3 million uh, eligible to vote. How many actually voted? Over Almost 200,000 more. Oh, that's 107% turnout. Uh, North Carolina, 5.1 million. How many actually voted? Remember now, this regi- the, the, where it says registered, are the only people who are allowed to legally vote in those states. So in Wisconsin, 3.1 million people are registered to vote and 3.2 million showed up, 105% turnout. That's an illegal, that's an illegal vote. That is an illegal election. Arizona, 101% turnout. And in Georgia, the highest turnout in history. At 96% voter turnout. When have you, back to me, when have you, keep that ready to come back to that though. When have you ever seen numbers where 96% of the electorate shows up to vote? It didn't. And it's, I mean, put it back on, put the picture back on. It, listen, every single one where you see over 100% turnout is an illegal election. Illegal. Nevada, illegal. Pennsylvania, illegal. There is no question. Minnesota, illegal. Everybody thought that Trump was going to win Minnesota, including me. He did. That's this is why it's not valid what happened there. They had 107% turnout. See, people, back to me, people will be like, well, that's great, huge turnout. It's not possible. I don't know how to frame it to anybody. There, you can't do that. It's not possible. You can't say, well, it's just a great turnout. You can't. Everybody who can vote is registered before. He said every single one of them votes, you have 100% turnout. Anything over that is illegal. Are fraudulent ballots. Fraudulent ballots. All right, Buck Sexton, uh, Facebook post. Who is the ruling class in America? It's the people who get to impose endless, pointless, stupid COVID rules on everyone else while constantly and blatantly exempting themselves and their political allies. Read the bottom. California lawmakers head to Maui with lobbyists despite pandemic travel warnings. So after they ban everybody else from travel, they themselves hop on a plane and fly out to Maui. 
Because it's not about an illness. If they were scared, would they go? No, remember I told you, everybody during AIDS, everybody was really scared. They're not scared. It's control, mask, distance, and control you. That's it. All right, from the Hill tweet, Mayor Bill de Blasio, we're going to be constantly monitoring people. How does that not rivet your soul? Democrat, Republican, worshiper of God, or even worshiper of Satan. How does that not rivet your soul? That people are, we're going to be constantly monitoring people? How does that not bother Americans anymore? Americans are getting brainwashed. Monitoring people if they're not in quarantine where they're supposed to be. Bring it back to me. When was that put out? Uh, That was put out two days ago. Uh, Oh, wait. I thought it was 15 days to flatten the curve. We've got to be close. How many? What are we at now? I don't even know. 260 some odd days into 15 days to flatten the curve now. Now I want to show you the just galactic. I had to get to this part before I close the show out. I had to get to it. There's a lot of this, but I don't know how much longer I'll go, but I had to get to it. I, I, what did Jesus hate the most? And yet there are six things the Lord hates seven that are abomination to him. You're not allowed to use hate with Jesus. That's because you don't read your Bible that you think that. What did Jesus despise, hate the most? Not the sinner. He hated the hypocrite. He hated hypocrisy. I can't say he necessarily hated the hypocrite, but he hated, he didn't hate the hypocrite. He hated the hypocrisy. All right, this is a Bernadette Hogan tweet. Now, this is before he he had to reverse himself when this got out. Governor Cuomo of New York is having his 89-year-old mother and two daughters to Albany for Thanksgiving. The story is my mom is coming, is, is going to come up and two of my girls. But the plans change. He has spent the better half of two weeks telling New Yorkers to stay at home for the holiday. Now, here's the story behind it. What it was is you're supposed to only eat with the people that you live with. He didn't live with any of those three. He doesn't live with his 89-year-old mother, who is lucky to survive his COVID policies. He doesn't live with either one of his two girls. But yet he's allowed to bring people in. All the while, going in news conferences, winning his Emmy Award for his news conference, telling people you're not allowed to have Thanksgiving dinner with anybody that lives outside your home. But he himself does it. Galactic Absolute galactic hypocrisy. Here's Elise Stefanik. Absolutely love Elise Stefanik. Here's her response. This is one of the many reasons why Cuomo is the worst governor in America. His arrogance and hypocrisy knows no bounds. Do as I say, not as I do. Rules for thee, but not for me. Family for me, but not for you. But none for you. A despised, hypocritical, tyrannical, tyrannical, hubris-laden governor. Absolutely correct. That was her response to it. All right, another Hill tweet. Here's the walk back. I titled it the walk back. Uh, Governor Cuomo, celebrate with your household, meaning the people who you have had in your household. Whoops. He's busting in everybody that he wants. But you yourself have to st- have Thanksgiving with only those you live with while he brings in his daughters who don't live with him, his mom who doesn't live with him. It's all good for him because they're not really scared of it because it's all about controlling you. I'll show you more hypocrisy in a second. Play the video for me. The advice here in New York, no more than 10 people. Celebrate, but celebrate with your household, meaning the people who you have had in your household. Not invite over Uncle John, Aunt Nancy, your mother, your daughter's household. No, your household is who you are currently living with. And you may uh, back me. Does everybody see it? 
he was doing the exact opposite. He's caught time and time again. They are all caught like that. Celebrate with those in your own household. Here's my favorite Twitter handle in the world. Ready? Here's Cat Turd. Tweet, 11.23. Update. Newsom's dinner at the French Laundry cost $15,000 with 22 people in attendance, some of them now privately laughing at the controversy. It actually turned out that it wasn't $15,000 for the meal. It was $15,000 for the booze. $15,000 for the alcohol. Who knows what the meal actually cost? But there he is. After he bans you from being in close contact with any human being, here's Gabby. There's Gabby right there, far left. One standing up, looking at, I mean, sitting down, looking at his phone, sitting up. That's him, sitting in a crowded room with a bunch of, there he is again. Where's the mask, Gavi? Where's the mask, Gavi? Where's the social distancing for you? They're not scared. They're just legislating their tyranny to you, to control you, to mask you, to distance you, to un-Americanize you. That's the goal. That's the goal. All right, here's a nice... Uh, list of democratic hypocrisy and some very short film clips. Here we go. Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> you will stay at your home. You will quarantine. You will social distance. But here, Lori Lightfoot with a megaphone, no mask, spewing her germs all over the place to a partially unmasked crowd. There she is. And she herself has told everybody not to have Thanksgiving dinner with anybody except for those who live in your own house. But there she is. She tells everybody not to have any mass gatherings until Joe Biden won the election. There she's out on the street. All right, next up is my favorite film of the week. Here he is, Phil Murphy, governor oh of New Jersey. Hey, how you doing? Oh, oh Aaron Freeze. Extreme profanity warning. Extreme profanity warning. I play it from the top. Go. Look at them all strap their masks on. Look at Murphy now. Look at Murphy's there. Freeze There you go. But he puts his mask on. Does everybody see this? Back to me. Does everybody see this? That's no good for anybody else but him. He's forced everybody to have uh, their, their tables outside, outdoor dining. He's forced that. But there he is, unmasked, unsocial distance. He doesn't live with all those people. Unsocial distance. And that's why the citizens of New Jersey came up and gave him the profanity laden what for? Because he's an absolute hypocrite. If he's scared of COVID, what's he doing out there? He's pressed in with a bunch of other diners. He's not scared. None of them are. If, if they actually believe what they're making you respond to, they themselves would live it. If they were actually so scared of it, they actually believe their propaganda, they would live it. If they actually believed in the things that they make you do, they would do them themselves. They don't believe there's an actual threat. So they know that they're telling you to do useless things because they themselves deem them to be useless. They themselves are not doing them. Here's the Nance. 
Nancy Pelosi is under fire today after surveillance video shows her at a hair salon getting a blowout and not wearing a face mask. All right, back to me. She doesn't believe it. Her whole time, mean, San Francisco's under lockdown. All right, here's Bill de Blasio. Seriously, you guys have a park. You live in the middle of a park. You don't need to not essentially travel to Brooklyn. Come on, you won't even open roads for people of all backgrounds. All right, there's I'm not going to give it a break. Me. That was when he had everybody locked down where you weren't allowed to travel. He himself, though, did what? He himself traveled, of course. All right, pick uh, of tweet Mark, uh, Mark Seagraves. May- D.C. Mayor Bowser, Muriel Bowser, one of the most worthless human beings on the planet, and staff attended Joe Biden victory speech in Wilmington, Delaware, Saturday. Delaware on the mayor's list of high-risk states, which would require quarantine after returning. Did she quarantine? Absolutely freaking not. She herself violates her own rules. If you, by, according to her own rules, if you travel to Delaware and you come back to DC, you have to quarantine for 14 days. I guess though, since you go to a Biden event, you don't have to do that, right? Why? Absolute hypocrisy. They don't believe what they're selling everybody else because what they're selling everybody else is a bold-faced lie that it's about your health. It is not about your health. It is about removing your freedom to un-Americanize you, to mask you, to control you, to distance you. If they really believed it, they'd be scared of it. All right, next up, just to fill out, just one more time with Gavin. There you go, hypocrisy. That's banned in his state for everybody else but him. All right, next up, here's maskless Andrew Cuomo. There he is. They're maskless. There are 100% mask mandate inside and outside in New York. Put it back up. Put it back up. There he is, though, violating his own mask order. Why? Listen, he's well into his 60s. You think he'd be scared. Oh, he must not believe it's so deadly after all, does he? But he wants you to believe it because it will control you. This is a great story. This is a great, this might be my favorite. A ma- New York, this is from the New York Post, 1126. A Manhattan-based celebrity physician known as Instagram's hottest doctor was caught partying maskless on a boat in Miami <clears throat> after months of stressing the importance of face coverings to the millions of followers, to his millions of followers, according to a report on Thursday. So he's out there. I'll read some of his quotes to you. His name is Mikhail Varshavsky, a.k.a. Dr. Mike, was photographed rubbing elbows with a group of bikini-clad women in Sunset Harbor during his 31st birthday bash, despite also urging the public to social distance during the pandemic. Since the spring, Varshavsky, who was named Sextiest Doctor Alive by People Magazine in 2015, has pleaded with the public to mask up on social media and TV. Here's his quote. Ready? Now, yeah, leave those up there. I'm perfect right there. Please, here's a quote from the doc. Please, if you're going outside, is he outside right there? Yep, in, in public and are going to be around other people. Oh, is he around other people? Uh, yeah, quite close. Wear a mask, he says. It doesn't matter if it's silk, cotton, or surgical grade. The purpose of a mask is to limit the respiratory droplets. Looks like you might have some respiratory droplets coming out as he's sitting next or standing next to the gir- uh, girl flipping us the bird. 
that you put out in the environment, he told Maria Bartiromo of Fox News. B, by wearing a mask, you are essentially limiting the spread in the community. In a conversation with Dr. Fauci posted on YouTube, he added social distancing, put the picture right up one more time, is incredibly important. <laughs> That's how we control the spread of the virus. Woo! Something special. All right, here's another one. I'll fin- maybe I'll finish with this one. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. All right, rules for me, not for me. Uh, Justin Hart tweet. A lot of you have already seen this one, but rules for me, not for this. This is the mayor of Denver, huge COVID advocator. When Mayor Man- uh, Hancock went to DIA yesterday to fly out for Thanksgiving, he wasn't hiding out. Oh, he's flying out for Thanksgiving. That means he's going to a home that he doesn't live in, violating his own COVID rules. Security video shows him sitting in a concourse seat for 16 minutes before boarding his flight. He was also sitting at 8.43 a.m. when his account tweeted, to avoid travel if you can. <laughs> Woo, play it for me. And there's no volume, so it's not exactly the most entertaining. Kind of, yeah, there you go. There he comes, right there. There we go. I right, fast forward about 10 seconds or so up here. There you go. There it is. <laughs> there, hey, freeze it right there. Pass the potatoes, not COVID, he said. Stay at home as much as you can, especially if you're sick. Avoid travel if you can. Oh, thank you, Mayor. Play it. And there he has all of his little rules down there that I can't. There he goes. There we go. Giant hypocrites all over the place. Here's a good one. I love this one. Yuri Bago tweet. Apparently, John Carl believes it's okay to remove his face mask. Play it for me. Right after the meeting, right after the press conference. Oh, that's good. Uh, The cameras are off, right? Uh, No, they're not, John. They put up his tweet for me. Here's what he tweeted. Did he lose it? There you go. Here's here's what he tweeted. Mark Meadows says the president is experiencing minor symptoms as he speaks to reporters at the White House without wearing a mask. (laughs) So he criticizes people for not wearing a mask, but he himself doesn't wear a mask. I love you guys. Like and share this. Like and share this. Like and share this. Get this out to as many people as you can. Listen, tomorrow, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. Google us. See how far we are away from you. If you like Bible... If you like heaven and hell preaching, repentance, where judgment and sin is mentioned, not just mentioned, preached about, telling people to turn or burn. If If you like that, come and see me tomorrow. Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to Rodney Howard Brown's church, the River Church in Tampa, Florida. Come to one of these two churches tomorrow. If we are within an hour or two of you, Come tomorrow. Be here. 9 a.m. here at Foundation Church. 9.30 at uh, Rodney Howard Brown's Church. But 9 a.m. here and 11.15 a.m. here. Be here. Join me tomorrow. I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday night. I love you. God bless you.